Hello and welcome to the Criminally Mental Podcast. My name is Cody or Schizophrenic Hippie and I am live from a hotel, not a psych ward. And I'm Zach Galloway and I am both of the pretty best friends. And here to introduce the show is the friend of our show, host of the VTN Network, Dead Man. Welcome to the Criminally Mental Podcast where we talk about mental health and the criminal justice system with your two hosts, Cody Green and Zach Galloway, currently both on parole and compassionate release. Now, here's the show. I would listen to that man read <laughs> the label of a wart remover medicine, and I would be enthralled. I just want to throw that out there. Every time, every single time. Uh, because it's magic. Because it's magic. It is. Fine, it whatever. truly is. Um, unfortunately, we're going to be starting this episode with some not so magic talk. Um, we will be getting into two truths and a lie just in a little bit. But before we talk about that, we need to talk about a more touchy, uncomfortable situation with someone here on TikTok. And I'm going to let Zach kind of introduce what we're talking about before we get into our podcast related material. And fresh, uh, just a warning to anybody tuning into this. We do have excerpts from an actual DM conversation that he had with a 15-year-old girl, and they are fairly graphic. So uh, trigger warning to people who are sensitive to that sort of thing. We're not going to be offended if you just sit this one out or just come back in 15, 20 minutes. It'll be over. But this is something we need to address. Uh, as you guys, I'm sure, know on this show, the Criminally Mental Podcast, we, uh, we talk about a lot of things. And, of course, the health and welfare of our followers is really important. Today, I made a post on TikTok uh, just calling out a couple child predators that were on TikTok, uh, one of which was Eric B. Zink. Um, and he's been well-documented, and we'll, we're going to read some of that real quick just with his inappropriate conversations. But then he decided – I was going to leave it at that, but then he decided to fire back with, quote-unquote, exposing my record. My record's public record. I've already told everyone that I was charged with uh, indecent exposure. I never got convicted because I was willing to sit in county jail for months to fight that. It was a complete bullshit charge, but that's fine. I've already talked about that. It doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that this man, Eric B. Zink, is still on TikTok. He's still on YouTube, and he has a following, and he's pretending to be a mental health advocate when he's doing some pretty disgusting things. Does that, does that sound about right, Cody? Yeah, and that's just the thing. You know, we we talked about discussing this and we really looked at the pros and cons, but as people who do talk about mental health, me being a motivational speaker and a mental health advocate, and Zach being, you know, a prison advocate and a prison reform advocate, this is really serious, especially when he took advantage of people in a really vulnerable state. And as soon as anyone has something to say about it, he blocks them. He blocked me back in October when I was out in Pennsylvania with Colin Ray. I made a few videos about it and he immediately blocked me. And my videos weren't attacking him. It was just letting people know that he was on the platform. He was misusing the platform and he was taking advantage of minors. And it's a pretty cowardly thing to because he's blocked both you and me. And then he has gone on. I don't know if he's made any videos about you, but he's made numerous videos about me. Like he just posted a, uh, a, a apology video, quote unquote, where he calls me a junkie and calls me a bunch of other things, which is fine. Admittedly, I've been a junkie most of my life. You can't. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing you can really hit me with that I haven't already said myself. So that that's fine. But it's a pretty cowardice move to not only prey upon you know, innocent children on this app. And then when anyone has the audacity to call you out, he's mass reported my videos. He's trying to get me taken down. He's trying to get, uh, yeah, someone in the comments right now, Eric is making videos about both of you. So I, I mean, didn't know he was about me. So that's, that's news to me, actually. Yeah, we're both going to get backlash from this. So anyone listening, you know, we'd appreciate your support. We're just trying to do what's best for this community uh, because this is someone that I don't think should have access to so many impressionable youths who are in a state where they need mental health. They need an advocate. And here comes this predator along who just says, Hey, I'm all these things. And then kind of turns it into something really gross, which uh, I mean, we can get into if you want, you want to do that? Well, 
Well, let me um, just stop here for a minute because we did have a few people in the chat here. Um, I lost the comment, but we have um, <clears throat> someone who's actually a <clears throat> doctor or psychiatrist. I forget his username, but he actually went to the police about this um, back in like October. There are several psychiatrists and um, doctor, like people in the mental health field who have brought this to the police's attention. And so this isn't something that me and Zach are just like wanting to get into. It's something that 1.7 million of his followers might not be aware of. So it's something that, I don't know, I feel like as advocates, we almost have a responsibility to talk about it, especially when he's been blatantly, now he's deleting people, blocking people, deleting comments about it. And he's trying to go on like nothing ever happened which is completely unacceptable. I mean, the reality is we have, we have an obligation. If, if we are who we say we are, and at the end of the day, we're people who come on here every week to you guys talking about mental health, talking about prison reform, talking about all the things that we want change in the society, we have to address this issue. This, this is not a personal response from either me or Cody about anything he said about us. Because both of our shit's already out there. Y'all already know. You yep. guys know what we've done. You guys know it. You, you know what we're about. We're not, we're not responding to his allegations because they've been addressed. What we're doing is we're going to inform you about the real life things he's done. We've been re uh, One of his uh, victims actually just reached out to us. Uh, we weren't able to talk to him in enough time to actually like get them on the show or read a statement. But uh, this is a very real issue and everyone needs to know. And please... Please inform other people about this or, you know, just do your part in this because we all have a job to do on this. So, Well, and while we're talking about this, I think it's really important to talk about that. He's not the only one on TikTok who has been caught. And uh, I know your post was specifically about him and Tony Lopez, both of which this isn't even like a conspiracy theory. Like it's been out there. The news has already been like it's well known at this point. And um it's, it's just not okay in a community where there is a lot of minors and there are a lot of people who look up to people shockingly like you and me, um, but just in general, they look up to the people of the videos they're watching. And me and Zach can't just sit by and not say anything when he is, he's still using his platform as a mental health advocate. And as a mental health advocate, I find it absolutely disgusting and unacceptable. And um, people keep asking why TikTok hasn't taken down any of his stuff. It's probably just because it hasn't had anything to do with TikTok. He hasn't tied any videos to it. He's been really as quiet as possible about it. And that's what we're trying to stop. Well, I mean, you got to remember, guys who do this sort of thing, the guys who groom children, the guys who prey on children, they're very fucking smart. And they're really good at hiding things. I mean, we have some of his, his responses to when he got found out and exposed. I mean, we're calling this an expose, but really it's nothing nobody else hasn't said already. This shit's been known. And we're yeah. going to read some of his responses to, to when he got found out that are just embarrassing. But uh, yeah, this is, this is something that across the board, you have two guys sitting in front of you right now. We are literally the bottom of the barrel of society, a schizophrenic yeah. <laughs> and an ex-con ex drug addict. You know, we've done time, we've done horrible things. And if we're telling you guys, if we're telling you that this shit is fucked up and needs to stop, you should probably listen. Well, because and that's just the thing. Before. We're not claiming to be perfect by any means. We have made our own mistakes. We've, you know, and I, I'm completely for being able to, you know, have a second chance when it comes to things like what we've been charged with, addiction, stuff like that. But I, I draw the line at taking advantage of people who can't defend themselves, like children and, you know, mentally ill or physically disabled, mentally disabled. Um, it's really where I draw the line, especially when that person just tries to go back like nothing happened. Um, it's, it's really unacceptable, and we can't just let it happen. So I'm going to let Zach read. I don't know if you want to start by reading his comments, and then we can read his response after that. I'll probably, I'll, let's let's read his comments first. Okay, so this is an Instagram DM conversation uh, that a 15-year-old girl got in contact with him uh, because she was looking for a mental health advocate. She was looking for someone to help her out. And Eric B. Zink extended his hand of quote-unquote friendship 
this is uh this is his dm conversation with him and, and again if you're kind of squeamish towards some of it because it is a little you know expletive uh you know feel free to tune out for a minute so eric says do you stink she replied lol i'm in bed which he responded with do you need to take a shower do your pits smell does your butt smell worse when you fart and then she responded haha for fuck's sake and then he replied with well there's no fucking if you smell bad also no babies so that that was his dm conversation with a 15 year old girl and uh for if you guys want to see the dms go to papa guts video on um on YouTube. youtube papa gut expose eric b zinc you can see it for yourself it's not like we're just pulling this out of thin air um so as you can see there's really like you can't justify that i i mean you, you can't. I can't I'm sorry. That. I don't think anyone should try to justify it. Yeah, if you at any point in time, if you say to a 15 year old, "Well, there's no fucking if you smell bad, also no babies." No, dog, you're you're done. You're done. This is not okay. And that's someone who came to him expecting help because they were mentally unstable. That's the tragedy here. That's that's the real fucking <sighs> And then he, so we'll, we'll go on. Oh, so you're going to say something, Cody? Go ahead. Yeah. And well, I just wanted to address how inappropriate it is because um, he had his cell phone number out on TikTok and on his YouTube for anyone to be able to message. And honestly, like Zach said, when this started, people who take advantage of kids are very smart. And he was, he thought ahead, he put his number out there and then it's easy pickings. He can really talk to anyone who sends him a message and he's, internet famous like i don't think people realize how how often people get weird around me or zach just for being like popular on tiktok he has the same thing people look at him as almost a celebrity and when you're a 15 year old kid i'm sure that means a lot more and that's why this conversation is so important it's really it's really disgusting and someone in the comment yeah papa guts is definitely on this too so he got he got exposed like we said on very numerous platforms People call them out on TikTok. If you look at the hashtag Eric B. Zinc exposed, all of this information is on there. And then he did probably the most half-assed apology I think a pedophile has ever done. Uh, and these were some of his responses. These are direct quotes from his apology video and apology statement. First of all, we're coming out the gate with a strong one. I take the blame, but I was in active addiction. That one you bothers know, that, me so much. That, that, that bothers me to a, an amazing degree. Like I've, I've, uh, you know what? I've done enough heroin to kill Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Cobain like four times. I've never creeped on a fifteen-year-old boy. That's uh, I, uh, back when I started having hallucinations. I've used pretty much every drug under the sun and stars, and never once did I think, "Hey, I should also go take advantage of children while I'm doing these drugs." Like his. And then he also, uh, after the fact, he's trying to use like his, uh, he has a new diagnosis he's trying to use as an excuse and he'll do, he'll literally use anything to get out of it at this point. And it's getting to be really disgusting. And we can say that as mentally ill addicts too, because right. here we are and we never used it to take advantage of people either. I mean, it, it, it casts all people who have a mental illness. If you have a mental illness of any kind, a diagnosis, or you struggle with addiction, it should piss you off that this man is trying to use that as a cover for being a child predator. That that's, that's an excuse for him. That should make you mad. That should absolutely make you mad because it's putting you in the same boat as him because you have that diagnosis. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, moving on to his second, this, we're gonna call these the greatest hits of Eric B. Zink, apologies. Uh, moving on to the second one. I've learned that I can't talk to everyone like an adult. Genius, Eric. That's a that's a genius statement. I'm going to tell you right now, though, Eric, if you ask me um, if my butt smelled worse when we fart, I'm an adult. I probably would have knocked you out. I don't think you should talk to anybody like that. I don't think so either. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of a situation where that statement would come for, like, would be called for. But, hey. And then moving on to his third, and in my in my opinion, the grand finale of his apology, it was, I admit this was inappropriate, but we all say inappropriate things. 
and you can take anything out of context. I, I really hate how in today's world of technology and everything, that's the go-to for everyone anymore. They're like, well, anything can be taken out of context. I'm like, yeah, but also sometimes it is what it is. When you're looking at something, sometimes that's exactly what it is. And I've seen more than just the, you know, Instagram. I've, uh, there was a psychiatrist who shared like his full story and they showed everything leading up to it. And it's not just that one, like, no, <laughs> there's, there's so much, there's so much, and we don't want to make this entire show about him. No. We, yeah. We just wanted to, we just wanted to do this in the beginning, get this out there, want to put his name down there. So you guys would know, so we could do the responsible thing and inform you uh, because basically I can't think of any context that asking it anybody, any, I, I can't think of a context where asking a 15 year old if their butt smells worse than they fart and then telling them that there's no fucking unless you smell good. Like that's, I, I, I just can't, I can't wrap my mind around that. There isn't one, I, that's why. There's no excuse for it. And that's why he hasn't been talking about it because he knows that. His wife left him shortly after all this went down. And the reason he's not talking about it is because he knows he doesn't have a good defense. He knew that after he made his poor ass, his poor ass apology videos he realizes that he doesn't have any ground to stand on here, which is why he's refusing to talk about it and why he's probably calling us out now for trying to bring it back up. Yeah. And he's going to do that. And that's fine. Like we've, we've talked about it. We've, we've weighed the risks, you know, uh, the reality is the great thing about uh, who we are other than his looks and my demeanor is uh, <laughs> that we've, we've already called ourselves out. You We're know, old. We've already been out there. Our records are public. I've shown my paperwork on TikTok so many times. It's not even funny. He thinks he did something by showing my mugshots. Man, I did that show that video like what a couple weeks ago. Like I did yeah. that myself. So we we know we're going to get some backlash from him, and that's fine. That means that we hit a nerve, and this is all he's got. That's all he's got. Yeah. So there's there's your little bit of information. Arm yourself with knowledge. This is someone that you should be aware of, especially if you have children who are on TikTok, especially if you have children that are on TikTok. Eric B. Zink should not be there. Well, and that's what disappoints me because you shouldn't have to look out for mental health creators. And I think that's what bothers me so much is now parents who saw their kids on mental health TikTok, saw me and psychiatrists and other amazing creators, now has to keep an eye out for someone like Eric. And like it's hard enough to be a mental health advocate and creator and be able to talk about really sensitive topics because I have, I've talked about really sensitive topics with my suicidal tendencies, my schizophrenia, my addiction. And then you have someone who has experienced those things, but then tries to use it as an excuse for unacceptable behavior towards minors. And that's really, I think, why I wanted to address this. And I know it's also why you wanted to talk about this as well. And that's that's a good point. Here's something that I think maybe we should talk about. Uh, it kind of not just make you guys aware, but maybe arm yourself with a little bit of a defense quality. Here's some red flags to look out for fake mental health creators that could be potentially preying on you. If their first option is say, hey, DM me, if they're not you know, like out the door, if it's, Hey, send me a private message. That could be a red flag. I mean, I don't know about you, Cody, like how many times have you invited uh, uh, someone underage into your DMS? Honestly. And most of my followers can uh, like attest to this. I don't really talk to anyone one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I get emails and DMS a lot. Very rarely do I, I, I've reached out to a few people who are really struggling um, that have been like on the brink of hurting themselves. Other than that, I like, and it's nothing disrespectful. I can't, I can't as a mental health advocate help every single person out there, let alone know who's in a really sensitive state and probably shouldn't be talking to a complete stranger. And so I really don't get to talk to as many people as I would like to. And that's just part of being a mental health advocate. The way he put his phone number out publicly was a red flag for me from the beginning. 
the first time I saw his page, I'll admit I followed him. I thought what he was doing was interesting, but I did think it was weird. He was constantly allowing people to text him. And it's, you can follow tons of mental health creators. They're not doing that. And I think that's what appealed to the younger people was that he was open to talk and he was willing to talk to anyone or so he claimed so anyone could message him. And I really think that's how he was able to, you know, have that pool of people to talk to and take advantage of. And it's really disgusting that, you know, we didn't see it from the beginning because that is weird for a mental health advocate to do. Well, I mean, I don't, you got to remember that the people who do this are good at doing this. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is literally their craft. Child predators, pedophiles, this, they're so incredibly good at it. That's why they get caught. Aaron will not enjoy yourself. But until that time, they're good. They're good up until the point they get caught. And it's a it's a great quite or a great point you brought up with the phone number right in the bio. Like we have accountability, Cody and I. Yeah. Uh, not only we share an email account for the show. So if you're talking, you're not you're never talking to just one of us. That's just not how it works. Additionally, you know, like my boyfriend, you know, handles helps me handle my Instagram DMs, has my password. I'm sure your wife also is a part of everything you do. If at any time someone is like immediately kind of trying to get you into a place where it's just one on one and they don't have MD before their or after their name, that's definitely a red flag. So that's I mean, no offense to the doctors out there, even if they have MD in their name, if they're trying to reach out to you on a public platform like TikTok to one on one message you, I, I mean, unless it's your doctor. Um, I would I would check with a parent or someone before you go into that. And that's the thing is like me and Zach had to stop and remember that we do have a lot of young followers. And so that's why this conversation was so important, too. And it kind of brought up a like I, I thought about it and like, man, we do have a very young following. And, uh, you know, like I know I'm, I'm going to have to take a step back and really think about like maybe my social responsibility with some of the shit that I say, man, to be totally to being real, being fully transparent. Like, I think I may have to uh, to consider that. I don't know, man. I, is your content kind of pushing a line? I don't I, it's hard to tell. <laughs> but you're more like language, I think, and how you say things. I, I don't think you're ever inherently inappropriate. So. I think you yeah. say things you don't need to say, but it's a very different ball game. But I like that yeah. you realize, like you just said two minutes ago, we do have that accountability. There's been videos where I post it and I take it down several minutes later where I'm like, ah, I don't need to say this or, you know, I don't need to target someone or it, it's always something. And having that accountability on a platform that's, really easy to grow on like TikTok is super important. And if he's saying like his apology was him saying he can't have that accountability, then he should not have the platform. It's, it's ridiculous. That is such a ridiculous claim to, to say you can't have that accountability. I mean, you and I share a TikTok account, you know, that both of us view. Uh, literally before we put up any video or even have like it, before we contact a guest, if it's me talking to the guest, I'll go to Cody and be like, Hey man, I'm going to have this conversation. That's the importance of accountability. So there's no things being done in the dark. Everything done in the dark will eventually be brought to the light. And when it does, Eric B. Zink, you're going to be fucked. Yeah. Like you are <sighs> just how it goes down. And I don't want to give this guy any more time. I just, I'm glad we were able to talk about this. And I appreciate Zach being willing to talk about this because I know he's been recently calling. Apparently he called me out too, is what someone in the comments just said. But um, I feel like we had to address it. And I'm glad we spent some time chatting about it. But I don't want to give him any more time. (laughs) So why don't we shift gears here? You know something cool that just happened? Well, last week? We got merch. We did get merch, um, and we're both really excited about it. And I had a lot of fun setting up the website. So if you guys didn't tune in last week, um, you'll know that I put some fun stuff on our merch website. And you can find the link in both my bio, Zach's bio, and the Criminally Mental podcast bio. And Zach, did you put it in your bio yet? Why, 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 why would you, why would you put me on blast like that, Cody? Because you know I just- you need to- 
I you just know. saw your face when I said that, and I could tell that maybe you didn't do that yet. Okay, in my defense, I have a oh super good God. reason. I, I, I have a super good reason. Okay. I forgot. <laughs> and I expected nothing less. Okay, so you can find the link in my bio, the Criminally Mental bio, and as soon as we are done with the podcast today, you will be able to find it in Zach's bio as well. Um, <laughs> but, quick, yeah. quick, shout, quick shout out, equipping any of the hoodies or t-shirts actually gives you plus five strength and charisma. So keep that in mind when, when buying merch. And the hats are another plus two in charisma. So that's true. The hats are nice, dude. Our, our merch is like, honestly, I was looking at it the other day. It's very nice. nice yeah. Merch. I love the sweatshirts. They have an inner pocket inside the big pocket, and I don't know why I like it so much. It's just it. it I don't. It's just nice. It's nice merch. Um, but definitely check it out. We're really excited about. It. We've already made a few sales, and yeah, we just appreciate the support. It allows us to keep doing stuff like this and keep talking about you know difficult things, funny things, um, everything you know, and that's what we're here for. Well, that's what you're here for. I mean, let's... Zach's just here to make fun of me, really. It's on the list. It's on the list of things to do. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, someone said Zach or uh, that um, Eric turned off all his comments since we started this. Nice, love it. You guys are doing. You doing it? That's what we like. We love you guys. We have some of the best. Like we have the, some of the best group here, man. You guys are we so really awesome. The support, the support you give us, I mean, obviously, mainly me, but uh, uh, is just fantastic, and we appreciate it. I appreciate it. Cody doesn't matter. He's secondary. Yeah. Anyways. Um, oh, Zachary, Cody, Zach Cody, by the way, isn't, uh, isn't today a special day of some sort for somebody? Yes. Today is a really special day. It is my wife's birthday, and we're going to throw that Woo! in. Woo! Say hi. Woo. So, hey, Allison. Yeah, she's got a birthday shirt on today. So, but yes, so happy made, birthday to my it. wife. She made that shirt, so it's very cool. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. That's why I'm at a hotel right now, not my office. So, apologies if the audio isn't quite matching up to how nice it usually is. Um, but yeah, we are going to get into some more fun stuff and. Uh, or some actual fun stuff. Sorry, we were dealing with uh, <laughs> rough stuff to begin with there. We're going to turn a little bit away from the sad, depressing, terrible stuff that's going on. And we're going to talk about our sad, depressing, terrible back stories. So <laughs> it's true. It's true. If By you way, guys I were here, I just want to point out that I get Wingman of the Year for bringing Allison's birthday to your attention. Yeah, thank right. you for that reminder. I do appreciate it. And thank you to everyone in the comments who um, is saying happy birthday. She is adorable. Um, but yeah, so if you guys were here for our very first episode, we played a little game called Two Truths and One Lie, where we mm -hmm. both lost and had to do the WAP dance. Um, today, we are going to play Two Truths and One Lie Incarceration Edition, what, which basically just means we're going to share three stories um, two will be true, one will be false, and the other person needs to figure out which one is false. Now, Zach chose what the loser will do, or if we both lose, what we will do. I don't know what it is yet, so uh, Zach, what, what are we looking at for a consequence here today? You're going to have to shave your beard, because I'm tired of looking at it. Elson's <laughs> not going to be happy about this. She's never happy. She's married to you. <laughs> okay okay um but yes it's that's a good one i like that um it'll be weird seeing you without facial hair i'm kind of excited it'll be it'll be interesting to see once you inevitably lose i mean you did Listen, lose last time so you, okay we mutually lost last time that's not fair it's a mutual lose you can't put that on me yeah fair enough uh, yeah. do you have stories ready or is this going to be another zach Zacharias Phoebe Gallowop wing it moment. That's silly. You know that I have no other mode than that. But yeah, so let's get started. Uh, all right, so three stories, yeah? 
Yep, and I'll let you do the first story, and then we're going to question each other at the very end, not in between each story. Okay, fair enough. Uh, while I was, uh, when I first got into intake at uh, Maricopa, uh, I was going through really bad withdrawals, as I've mentioned before. But what I haven't mentioned is that I was actually uh, having seizures so badly that I got taken to uh, the hospital from uh, the county jail, which is really a big thing because like normally they have like an infirmary at the county jail where they monitor you. Well, you know, they kind of just watch you, but mine were so bad. And I was having so many seizures time and time and time again, that the first two weeks of my stay, well, a week and a half of my stay was actually in the county hospital. I was chained to a bed. I had a freaking uh, detention officer there at all times. Uh, so that is, that is my first story. Huh. Okay. Okay. That is pretty unlikely for you to get rushed to a hospital from a county jail, but I have heard of it one other time. So interesting. Your turn. Interesting. Um, so my first story, I, I'm going to change mine since you used that story. I had a story on the top of my head I wanted to use and yours made me want to use it. So I actually had, um, back when my hallucinations first started, when I was in jail, I wasn't diagnosed, which you probably already know. Um, when my hallucinations first started, they would get so overwhelming that I would have fainting spells, which if you've seen my videos, you also know is true. Um, mm -hmm. But I've never told the story. Uh, when I was in county, they had metal, you know, those like eight side metal tables with the seats attached to oh. them. Yeah, um, little round seats. Yeah, the ones where you yeah. play euchre on all the time. So I was right, sitting right. on one of those, and I was playing euchre, no joke, with um, my buddy Sean and two old DUI farmers. And I <laughs> was looking at my cards, and my buddy Sean, he asked me, he's like, are you okay? And I just kind of like looked at him. I felt fine, but apparently my face was like white out. And he, uh, I don't remember anything. All I know is I woke up because I had hit my head on the table, on those metal tables. And so that pretty much blacked me out. And um, I was having a seizure because I used to faint when my, the voices would overwhelm me. And he caught my head before it hit the ground. He like managed to get, at least that's what uh, Randy, the guard told me. He got around and caught my head before it hit the concrete. I didn't get rushed out. They didn't even really bring me out of the cell. They just kind of checked on me in there. I was fine. Like, 10 minutes afterwards. The worst part was just, I had a big red spot on my head, but um, yeah. So that's my first story. And I only wanted to tell it cause you told your seizure story. So I felt left out. Fair enough. So wh why did they take you to medical though? I mean, aren't they supposed to like rush you there right away? Even if there's a minor thing. I honestly don't know. I kind of wondered that once I woke up, but honestly, I think it's because I was like so adamant at being like, no, I'm fine. I didn't want to make a big deal about it. Cause you know, when, when something big like that happens, I don't know. I feel like it puts a target on you. Like you're an easy target or like people will, they know you, you're like not at the best state of mind. I didn't really want to draw any additional attention to myself. I was still fairly new there. Like it was within the first couple weeks of being there. I was still nervous. I didn't really. So I was, I just was like, yeah, I'm fine. As soon as I got, I was conscious. I was like, I'm fine. I don't need anything. I'll just go sit on my bed and I'll be fine. So. So you, so you just pretty much denied medical, medical treatment. You did the whole, eh, makes sense. Okay. Not bad. Not not bad, young blood. Not bad. Okay, so uh, my turn then. Yep. Okay, so one of my hustles while I was inside was making hooch. Um, I've mentioned that on TikTok before. Uh, which, uh, if you don't know, hooch sometimes called pruno. It's like a prison wine. It's fermented uh, juice that turns into alcohol. It's kind of the worst thing on earth, to be honest with you. It's terrible. But you know, inmates drink it because what else are you gonna do? Um, I almost caught a charge because we, we had a pretty – it was a sizable operation going on. We had about 50 oranges beneath our bunk at one point in time, and we had a raid that went down. And they knew we were making hooch. They just couldn't find it. We had other people – like what we would do is we would have somebody hold the hooch uh, while like raids were going on or just at other parts of the day, like somebody from another pod or whatever. And so we would never really have it on us, but we had like 50 oranges beneath our bunk. And uh, my celly, Chucky, and I literally had to go before a disciplinary board and try to come up with a reason as to why we had 50 oranges beneath our bunk. And even though they interrogated us separately, 
we both came up with the same response that we were really scared about getting scurvy. <laughs> no, you did not. Shut up. This is the lies. Shut up. You're so full of shit. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. That's what you, think. you know, it's just crazy enough that it's hard to believe it would be a lie. <laughs> I'm t- we didn't. We literally did not talk about it before. Oh, and, and maybe we had a couple jokes about it, but we didn't coordinate that at all. But that was the story we stuck to. It didn't work, mind you, but that was definitely the story we both stuck to. I mean, they definitely still hit us with restriction. I didn't get commissary for like a month. Uh, it was bad. Yeah. I don't know, man. I got a lot of questions for that one. I'm coming back to that one because I'm skeptical. Uh, I'm okay. skeptical. Um, okay. So my second one is actually about a time I almost got an additional charge while I was in. So while I was in county, I had um, privileges where I was able to go to um, do like the food stuff. And they allowed me to take like one day of work was like four, eight hours of work was like four hours off of one day. I don't know. It was something stupid like that. Right. The work program. I got you. Yeah. So I, um, the one day I was in there, I filled a little bag of rice and put it in my pocket so I could make a hacky sack. So I took the bottom of the sock cut it off underneath the sink so it was just like the bottom part of the sock. Then I used a comb needle and I tied like some of the thread from the sock, put the rice in there, and I sewed it up and used it as a hacky sack. And when they found it, they thought that I brought all – they thought I brought it in from outside. They said it was contraband. And then I didn't say anything, but I'm lucky I didn't because what they said was bringing it from the kitchen apparently also makes it contraband. Um, which I wasn't aware of. So I'm lucky I didn't out myself because I was going to be like, no, I didn't bring it in. I just brought it. But my buddy, uh, Sean, he's he was uh, in there for meth. He was the one who kind of defended me and said that we dried it underneath our bed from one of the meals we had. And he's the one who kind of saved my ass there. Um, and they still took it away from me and said, don't make another one or you're going to get in trouble. Um, and they took away. I was at the time I was doing work release. So they took they didn't let me go out for work release for like two days while it was getting resolved. Uh, that makes sense. I've, I've actually seen similar things happen. But you should know better than take anything from the kitchen or at least get caught with taking anything from the kitchen. I mean, but really? I did get caught taking it. I got caught once we were throwing the hacky sack around. <laughs> and you, it never, it never occurred to you like they're gonna go like, hmm, where'd these fools get a hacky sack? That ne- that thought never that never crossed your mind. Really. You know. what? That was that was two thousand uh, like fifteen, Cody. He didn't really think ahead. He just kind of lived his life play by play, kind of like you do all the time. Um, it's a valid statement. That's valid as hell. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So my turn. Yeah. Last one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Last one. All right. So while I was um, in county one time. Uh, this we got a new guy in, really, really down to earth. Seemed really mellow. First night in there, I decided I was going to go up and talk to him. Just seemed really chill. I walked up to him, asked him what his name was. Uh, he told me I think it was it was something weird. I don't know, uh, but that doesn't matter. I asked him what he was in for, and he didn't tell me right away. But he asked me if I knew a guy named Johansson, or I, I don't really remember what his last name was, but I'm using that Johansson. And I was like, yeah, uh, he's actually in this pod. It's that guy right there. And this guy got up immediately from dinner with his tray, went over, decked him in the head with it, took him to the ground, and just wholesale started beating his ass until the CEO showed up and took him off. It turned out that that guy that he asked me to point out had actually raped his sister, and he had been locked up and was awaiting trial for that. And this guy was so fucking mad. He was so disturbed because he thought he was going to get off that he did some pissant crime in the hopes, just the hopes that he would make it to the same pod. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that you'll get to the same pod while locked up. I mean, but he did that just hoping he would. And he actually got there. I mean, I never saw that cat again. He's probably still sitting there. But uh, still, yeah. So that was a good one. So let's talk about the odds of that, first of all. Let's talk about the sheer odds. So, okay, so in in the jail I was in, there was two guys who weren't directly involved with the same crime, 
but were involved like through mutual friends and the COs found out about that or like the, I guess it was the officers found out about told the COs and they weren't allowed to sell together. The sheer odds, how big is the prison system in in your area? Oh, it's gigantic. How many pods were in your prison alone? In my facility, there was two warehouses with eight pods each. So 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, man, I'm, I'm so torn because I really thought it was the last one. But, like, th- you know, I believe that someone would do that. My problem oh, yeah. is just the sheer odds of it seem unlikely for me. But, I mean, crazier things have happened, so... Do you want to start with questions or should I start? Because I got some fucking questions. You got some, you got some fucking questions? Uh, go ahead. All right. All right, Doc. Let's go. Questions. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. I, you're going to look so cute without a beard. I just want to say that. Right <laughs> you're going to look like adorable. We'll see. Um, I don't look cute with a beard, by the way. Without a beard, by the way. Uh, you don't look cute with one, so that's fine. You're not I going knew anywhere. that was coming. As soon as I said it, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew it was happening. Um, yeah i should have seen that coming but okay starting with the first one um why specifically did they think it it was necessary to bring you to the county jail like so or to bring you to the um hospital because i've seen people have seizures in jail and usually they wait it out were you just not stopping was it just like continuous to the point or did you like did you stop and then they brought you in? It was actually my, I want to say it was my third seizure. Cause the first time they just gave me a uh, Librium, I think, which is what they give like, you know, alcoholics who are going through withdrawal. That's supposed to stop seizures. Um, that didn't work for me. So I had another one. The second time I got taken to the infirmary there and they gave me a shot of something. I don't remember what it was. And that calmed me down for like a day. But uh, on the third time, I don't even, I don't really remember the third time. Um, I can remember kind of like the lights were bothering me, that sort of shit. And then uh, like kind of bits and pieces here. And then I was just in the ER. So they didn't do it right away. They gave me multiple tries to like, you know, take the medication or get it out of my system or whatever. But it was only on the third time that they took me to the actual hospital, the county hospital. Uh, That adds up, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know, man. Like, like, because... You really have to be having an issue for them to take you outside of the facility. And you know that. So I feel like you wouldn't push this story so hard because because even you know this is an unlikely story. They don't bring you out unless they have to. And like short of a heart attack or stroke, um, it's just, I don't know, man. I got to unplug my uh, light so I can plug my laptop in because it's going to die. Wow, that's really that's really professional. I know it's very professional and it's very unlike me, but I had my uh, light plugged in here. So, okay, next question: um, What conversation did you and Chucky have prior that would have made you both say scurvy? Because that's not just something you say in response, like at all. And you can't just convince me you both just thought of that. So, what no, did you joke about it? Say like there had to have been previous conversations leading up to that okay so you've watched my tiktok you know that a lot of me and chucky's conversations are like me educating him on a certain topic this came from a conversation that basically was talking about how pirates of the caribbean was so unrealistic his main complaint that there weren't really many pirate bitches any but we got like on the topic of how it was unrealistic and i said well like all pirates had scurvy and then kind of educated him on the topic of scurvy from there and uh, it was kind of it was kind of the joke at that point, back and forth. And also my teeth were wrecked at that time because I was, you know, jumped out. But uh, so that's that's how he knew where it came from. I guarantee that's how he knew because he didn't know that word before I taught it to him. It just seems unlikely that he would use that. Um, I enjoy, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying seeing you struggle, sir. Well, you made it difficult this time. You really, last time the the ballerina one, because as soon as you were like, that really hurt my feelings, I was like, he's so full of shit. Um, I've got feelings. I've got feelings. Do you you know? Yeah, it's valid. I don't know. 
Um, okay, so my last question. Um, the guy who uh, whose sister was uh, taken advantage of. Um, oh, gosh. What... What are the sheer odds? No, that's my question. <laughs> I don't know how you would answer that. Um, like, yeah. why? Why did he choose you to talk to? Was that just the sheer odds too, or like, did he? Did you see him talking to other people trying to figure it out, or it just happened to be you? He just got in. It just became chow time. I saw him. I, I was one of the ones that helped him with his mat when he got in. You know, yeah. like when they they do that. So I got to talk to him there, and I actually was the one who was like, "Hey, come eat with me." You know. You're new. So it was just kind of a happenstance that I was chosen to help him roll his stuff up and like, you know, get him a bunk and all that shit. So really no, no mystery behind that one. But Damn, you did really well today. All right. I think that's all I have for questions. I'm going to let you ask questions. And if I think more, I might take back a little time to do that. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. First question. Um, when you fainted, did you, uh, did Wait, I ever tell my third story? I don't think you did now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, tell your third story. I was just looking at it here. I was, oh my God, we are so professional. Um, professional. So, uh, <laughs> so I actually had my work release taken away because I spilled hot coffee on a guard who came in to check on someone. Um, my work privilege was taken away for a week because I used, our showers were set really, really hot because we didn't have like any, we couldn't heat up anything. We didn't have that in our pod. So our showers were set really, really hot. I made a cup of Billy Brew. And when the guard came in to talk to one of the older guys who was there, he kind of looked like Charles Manson, which was creepy. That's a whole nother conversation. But he, um, when he came in to talk to him about not taking his meds because he was an alcoholic who like he wouldn't eat, he wouldn't take his meds. I bumped my coffee, knocked it on his pants, and he freaked out. And it was a guy who like, it was a guard who like never had issues before. He must've been just having a shitty day, but he went to the, um, I forget what they're called. Like Lieutenant. I think it's like Lieutenant of the jail technically is what their title is. And he went yeah. to him and told him that I did it on purpose. They must not have watched any video. Cause the dude got my work privilege taken away for a week. Yikes. Okay. That's a, that's a decent one. Cause that's plausible. It's definitely a plausible a CEO got butthurt about an accident and decided to rail you up for it. Yeah. That's and bad. it's one of the few stories that like makes me kind of mad because I'm like, it was so stupid because like literally we were playing at the table he came up to and I bumped it with my elbow. I see you're skeptical. I'm skeptical of you too, buddy. But you I mean, me. But I mean, yeah, no, I did, I did bump it off the table and it got on and it didn't even like hit his shirt and it hit his fucking leg. It was hot because I just made the cup, but. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, so first question, what color was your rice that you took from the com or from the kitchen? It was white rice. That's all we had there. They never gave us any other rice, like with any of our meals. Okay, honestly, genuinely, I was just curious because we only had we didn't have colored rice. It was clear. Yeah, <laughs> that's, how, that's how bad the show was. Well, I suppose technically, yeah. I guess I didn't really think of it literally. I thought you were asking like, is it white rice or was it like flavored rice? Uh, it was yeah, just yeah. it basically was clear. Now that now that you say that, but yeah, white rice. That's all. Okay, when you fainted. <sighs> This is going to be hard, man. I don't like this. Okay. Um, what, what, where was the mark on your head that you said? That right you on my you? forehead. Cause I literally, like, I was playing cards and I was looking down at my cards and I just like blacked out. And I just. And, and what, what card game was it? Euchre. Okay. And uh, you said that you had like multiple times where this sort of thing would happen. How is it they weren't concerned about getting sued at that point? Not multiple times in jail. It happened to me multiple times outside of jail. That was when I was just getting into jail. It I can only think of the one that was the only time it actually happened to me in jail because you got to realize there was about two years where I went unmedicated. And so it was just it was one of the like it probably happened to me half a dozen times and one of them while I was in jail. Hmm. And they weren't yeah. always like 
if another one did happen in jail, they weren't always such a spectacle. Like usually it was like, I would just kind of slouch over or something if I was sitting on my bunk, but this was like, I was sitting at the table in the center of the pod, you know, it was like really public. It was like really like out in the public. What? I, I'm telling you that you're not going to want to miss that one. Um, you look, you're going to look so terrible without a beard. It's going to be amazing. Okay. You can choose that one. Um, you got more for me? Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Um, how is it that you had your uh, work privileges revoked twice, one time with the uh, rice story and one time with the hot coffee story, and you didn't get sent uh, to, like, the hole or anything else like that? Honestly, it was. Be- I think it's just because I didn't have any issues. And the lieutenant talked to me about it. And since it wasn't like just work privileges in the jail, I had work release. And they don't like taking that away because it's it allows you know the inmates to get out. Yeah. And when inmates when inmates are in a work release cell but they don't get out, they start to cause issues in the cell, and that causes issues for everyone. They don't like pulling it from people unless they have to. And honestly, the people in my work release were getting caught for failed UIs and for like bigger stuff. I wasn't really like a big issue for them. Like the rice thing, you could agree. Once once they decided that it was dried out and it was just inappropriate that I made the hacky sack, they didn't think of that yeah. as a huge issue. Whereas yeah. like the cop one, I think I think even with the CEO, the the lieutenant of the jail was just like, you know, he didn't, even if I did it on purpose, I don't think he was severely hurt. I didn't attack him. The guy walked out without cuffing me or anything. So I don't think he thought it was a huge deal. So I think I got lucky to be honest, because I did see people who would get it a few times and lose their work privileges, go to a regular pod. Um, and I think it was just because my two things were so minor because the, the rice thing, it was two days off of work release. And it was just while they were trying to resolve it. So I don't even, right. like, it wasn't even the punishment technically. Because it was just, that was how long it took for them to decide that that was. What, which one are you, Scott? You've given me that face with every single one of these now. I don't think you know. I think you're I'm fucking scared right now. I'm just looking. I'm just looking. Okay. okay. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not scared, dog. I'm handsome with or without the beard. I got no worries. I'm a little scared. I, I don't look good without a beard. It's it's part of my hippie look, you know. It'll grow back in a year or so. I mean, it's only been like, what, a year that you've been growing that one out? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We All got right. about eight minutes left. So I think I think we should uh, finish up with any questions and start uh, starting no, I think answers. I'm going to grab a piece of paper that I can write it down on. Okay. I am too. You're so screwed. So scared, I'm not even scared because I genuinely don't think you know which one is which. Go ahead. Don't be scared. Hey, hold on. Give me a pen. Hey, I'll be right back. Entertain the people. What? <laughs> well, here's another segment of Zach not being prepared for the podcast. You can join us again next week to see this inev- inevitably happen again because Zach doesn't prepare for anything. He can hear me, but he can't defend himself. Zach prepares always. Exactly. All right, so what, what, are we writing down the one that was a lie? Is that what we're doing? Yep, write down the one you think was a lie. Oh, the one I think was a lie. Yeah, because you're going to be wrong. I got mine written down, ready to go. I am a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. You should be. I'm sweating a little bit. Oh gosh. Okay. So we just to be sure, we write down the one that we think you're lying about, right? Yes. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Three, two, one. You lost, dog. You lost. Oh. You lost hard. Did I win? Did I win? Yeah. Did yes, I knew it. Sorry. I knew it. Mm. I love it so hard. 
Love it. You want you know what you want to know how I knew it was the Billy Bruce story? What was it? Because there ain't a CEO on this planet who would not charge you with assault for spilling wow. hot anything on you. Come on, bro. I've done enough time to know that. So have you. Come on now. Uh, yeah, that, I, I, I felt like I went too far with it. But now that you say that, yeah, I can see. What was your lie then? What was the one you lied about? Scurvy. Are you kidding me? Scurvy. Really? Oh, Come no. on, bro. It seems too out there. It seems... I guess the seizures. Ah, damn it. Yep. I'm so upset. The best part about that is that it was half true that we did make hooch. That was a real thing. I and knew I've talked that about it. I knew that I was true. But oh, oh. Mm. So just to review, just to review, I get to keep I get to keep this luscious beard. And what are you what are you doing, Cody? What are you? Tomorrow, when it's not my wife's birthday, I will shave my beard. Mm -hmm. Zach, uh, my wife said you ruined her after birthday. How did I? It's it's your husband's fault for being terrible at things. <laughs> no. She said that's pretty valid. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! This is gonna be awesome. Oh, hey, uh, I'm gonna have to make a whole video. Should I live stream it or make a video? How do you want me to do this? Video. It's got. It's got to be video. It's got to be video because I have to be able to duet it and shame you, shame you so hard, so hard. Uh, mm. On the bright side, though. On the bright side, it probably will grow in thicker. Realistically. Realistically. Oh no. <laughs> This is going to be horrible. I'm so I'm so nervous. Oh my goodness. That, well, that was fun and I'm looking forward to doing this again. For those of you who don't know, we are going to be going back next week to interviewing some people about, you know, mental health and the prison system, but we are going to take some time to just have these back and forth with me and Zach. Cuz let's be honest, you're here for us, right guys? That's that's what you're here for, specifically me, but yeah, keep telling yourself that. But we have had some really cool people reach out to us, like Matt. Oh, Matt, Matt from Matt's All Right, uh, the Marine who has, does all the Marine content. Great creator on TikTok. He's confirmed with us. We also had um, uh, Khalil uh, Ray. Uh, he's another TikToker, also uh, uh, confirmed with us. So we have some really big names and some really cool and important people coming up. So I'm excited about it. <laughs> Beard laws. How could you dare bet the beards? Well, you know. We're savage, bro. That's how we. That's how we roll here. You know that I'm gonna get a reaction video from Beard Laws when I shave my beard, right? You know that it's almost inevitable when someone shaves a beard. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you guys being here. Thank you for coming and listening to the beginning of the con, the beginning of the video too, because I know the content we started out with today wasn't easy but it was necessary. If you didn't get a catch the beginning of the episode, I'm going to be immediately posting our audio onto all of our podcast platforms. So you'll be able to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, or sorry, Apple Podcasts. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please leave us a five-star rating. Tell us what you liked about the show. If you didn't like something, let us know. We probably won't change, but you know, there's a chance. Yeah, it's slim, slim at best. Slim at best. But we do appreciate you all being here. And we're really looking forward to bringing people back on the show and getting back to some of our uh, other content. And we're looking forward to how things are moving in the future. I'm not looking forward to shaving my beard. Zach, I fucking hate you. But I love you so very, very much. You baby, you baby face, just gem of man. It's going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be so sweet. I will say that I'm very glad that I won because like I would have been in some shit with my boyfriend had I lost straight up. I'm saying that right now. I did not check with him. I didn't pass this with him. So I, I gambled and I won today. So go me. Goes that guy. Yeah, I'm the married one who's probably gonna get a fucking divorce because of this. Well, she's it was bound to upgrade. She was need, needed to upgrade for a while, so don't worry about it. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. It is a, you know, I hate when this comes to an end and I have to stop roasting Zach for being old, 
But it is what it is. We got to get Zach to bed at a decent time. Thank you guys right. so much for joining us tonight. Any last words, old man? Uh, yeah, brush your teeth. Don't drink caffeine after midnight. And also, guys, thanks again for being here. And thanks for listening to what we had to say at the beginning. You guys are great. We love each and every one of you. The support you guys give us both here on TikTok and other platforms. We could not ask for a better base of people to watch our show. So thank you. So the last two notes here. One, make sure you go check out our merch. And also, my wife is doing a birthday stream. If you want to come say hi and happy birthday, she will be on Facebook and TikTok. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I really appreciate it. Um, and you guys rock. Like Zach said, we appreciate you all. Take it easy, everyone. Bye.